Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. So I was at work today, and uh, I was out on the lunch break with a co-worker who, like, he works in my building, but I don't, like, necessarily work with him all the time. Right. So I don't know him that well, and we're sitting there eating and talking and whatever. So I bring up Link from Legend of Zelda. Yeah. And he just looks at me and he goes, I don't know what that means. This is someone go, you don't need in your life, Jim. I said, the Legend of Zelda? And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. Hmm. And I said... Are you aware of something called Nintendo? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what it is, but I've never played it. Like, what? Wait, he's never played Zelda or never played Nintendo? Both. Jim, who is and this person? Like, just, no, no, okay. I want names. He, <laughs> now, he's probably, I'd say late 40s, maybe 50, maybe. But, but. Like Zelda's been around for like thirty plus years. Yeah, I, it just I like I didn't even know what to talk. I didn't know what to say. Well, and he just like he the tone in his voice was he was looking down upon me for knowing oh. what Zelda is, and my tone was I want nothing more to do with you because you don't not even if you don't play video games. But how do you not even know what that is? My mom knows what that is. Right. Right, you I know, was just astounded. Hindsight being twenty twenty, Jim. As soon as yeah. you said you start, you brought up Link and Legend of Zelda, and he did the whole "I don't know what that is." I mean, boom, lunch is over. I just walk away. Right. Yeah. But I just ordered this awesome steak and brisket sandwich, and I really wanted to eat it. Does, where were you eating? Is I mean, do you want a town? Do you want a restaurant? What do you want? Well, were you in a restaurant? Yeah, I mean, it was like a sit down, like uh, like a pub. There are other tables. You could have just walked over and sat and stared that, at him that, with an evil that eye. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. You should have gave that the stink correct. eye the whole time. The it was more it was more the it was more his tone and uh, and the eye rolling almost it was it was like uh, why why would I even know I don't even know why you would bring that up like why why would I know what that is right. I, I I just don't understand I, I was I was taken aback sir you were you were are you eating candy over there. No, why would you ask me that? Because the noise. There's a noise. I hear a noise. Is it me talking? No, it just sounds like you're rubbing uh, Werther's original rappers on the microphone. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Well, that sounds oh, good. Oh, wait. Hold on. What is it? I bet. Okay. I'm wearing a shirt oh. this time. Oh, why? Yep. And uh, it's like a like a quarter zip shirt and it could have been rubbing on the zipper mm, the that you know yep. that's what that sounds like that's what that yep. is there we go problem solved it's like a local radio show it's like what's this sound that is velcro <laughs> on a leaf okay next, thanks. next we're gonna do a prank call we're gonna call the local radio shack yeah 
do you have hilarious do you stay have tuned. any AAA batteries stay tuned i'm gonna ask for fluorescent light bulbs <laughs> stupid i I always hated those prank calls i I don't know local whatever unless it's the jerky boys so uh yeah tom tom can i call you tom yeah you can should we start the show jim if you want not really this is fun i like doing this and we just talk we're just talking we just never talk anymore we've been talking for like three minutes you never take me dancing Oh, okay. Stop right there. Hold the phone. I took you dancing that one time. You just didn't want to go up on the pole. Daisy Dukes is not an appropriate nightclub. No, but it's appropriate uh, dinnerware. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with that. Oh, it, uh, it's a, it, it was a classy establishment, and you know it. That is actually a gentleman's club in is my that, hometown. Is that a real yeah. place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. There's a place in uh, in Wisconsin. I remember always seeing the billboard when you drive um, from like here to from Duluth to like Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, it's a big billboard for cruising chubbies. I always thought that one was funny. Huh? Yeah, interesting. Not a lot of not a lot of mystery there. <laughs> huh? Sounds like a sweet trucker's bumper sticker. Yeah, it's uh. Ugh. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> our Wisconsin listeners, let us know if you've been there and uh, how are the chicken wings? How are the chicken wings? All right. Should we start the show now, Jim? Sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I had to think about it for a second. It is the top five, right? Yeah, that's what we do. Um, so, hey, Jim. I am uh, I'm Tom. You're Jim. You have a great voice. Yep. Uh, you have uh, uh, a shirt on this time. Upset about that, but no uh, pants. No pants, though. Just St- a shirt. Still no pants. It's an interesting look. Do you have, like a a tidy whiteies in a polo? You know, that'd be like a. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a good look for you. <laughs> it's my uh, it's my risky business look. Well, it's risky business just being in the same room with you. So, <laughs> anyway, uh. Man, I've missed you. We're we're a couple days uh, late today, Jim. A couple days late, a dollar short. It's my fault. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about it being your fault, Jim. Yeah. You may or may not be living in a haunted house. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. My my house is. I don't. I don't own this house. I rent this house, but it has been quite a mystery, sir. Wow. Um, God, I don't even know what's going on. Like, started last Saturday. Our dishwasher went out. Excuse me. Yes. Our, Gazoon height. Our, mm-hmm. our dishwasher went out. And, uh, well, even before that, our washing machine crapped out. Right. And then uh, then our dishwasher went out. And my father-in-law happened to be here at the time. So we, like, pulled it out from the wall. And I, I, we took out the pump. And that wasn't it. And we found out it was probably the motor. We had the thing on, like, its back. And we're, I was like, well, I'm not replacing a motor. I'm going to call somebody. We flip it back up. Starts working. Everything's good. It's worked okay. ever since. Sure. All right, cool. So we put that back in the wall. A um, couple days later, somebody comes to fix the washing machine. This would have been Monday morning. Somebody mm-hmm. fixes the washing machine. That night, I do a load in the washing machine, move it to the dryer like you do. Dryer's mm-hmm. broken. Okay. Okay. So I got that to deal with. I go to the laundromat at like, I don't know, 1230 in the morning to dry all the clothes that I had been washing. Oh, I bet there's um, some interesting people at the laundromat at 1230 in the morning. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I hate the laundromat. So, uh, oh yeah, and then I go upstairs to get some quarters to go to the laundromat, 
and the light at the top of our stairs uh, starts doing some thing where it turns on and off by itself, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that's really about. We just replaced the bulb and the ballast. It's a fluorescent light. That whole system just got replaced. So there's got to be a short somewhere. I, or a ghost. I might live with ghosts. That, that is a strong possibility. I'm going with ghosts here. I'm going with ghosts. Um, but mm-hmm. good th- we did call in the ghost adventures, the ghost hunters, and the ghost busters. Yep, yep. And all betr- of them. All of them. And they, uh, besides drinking all your beer, they took care of the problem. Right? We think. Uh, no, they didn't. No, no. The problem's still there. No. So, okay. <laughs> so Tuesday, Tuesday, I couldn't record the show because right. I had to come home from work and take apart the dryer and figure out what the hell's wrong with the dryer. Um, that's to be determined. It's working. It's tripping the circuit breaker, so that's a thing. Oh, I don't know why, uh, but it's working. Well, do you need a 220 or 221 there? You know, whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, so got that done. Have somebody come in Saturday to look at the light. Couldn't do it. I couldn't record the show last night because my wife and I had to do a adult and infant CPR class after work. Commendable. And that was like two and a half hours long. Oh boy! So we did that, and uh, so now that, that, that leads us to today, Thomas. That today is Thursday. Today um, is Thursday. Hopefully, uh, the ghosts have calmed down in my house a little bit and gave me a break for a couple days before they decide to break anything else in my house. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, there's also a picture window that leaks, so that's super sweet too. Wow, wow, Did, yeah. Is, is your cat missing too? <laughs> no, he's here. Oh, oh, damn it. He's here. Yeah. Still. Uh, Maybe it's yeah, him. Dude, I don't know, mm. man. It's just uh, it's it's been a very odd like week and a half of just things breaking for no reason, and hmm. and the house isn't even that old. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I did take I I, I took the liberty, Jim. Of, of finding houses uh, for sale near you. That's and, nice of you. And sent them to you to, at about a minute. Are you, mo- you going to be my neighbor? No, 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 no. I did find it interesting, though, that uh, you don't really live in Cleveland. You live in a suburb of Cleveland, correct? Yes. Yeah. It is a, yeah, well, I mean, yes. I'm about, I'd say, a mile and a half from the Cleveland city limits. Oh, so you're really close. So I found it very interesting, yeah. though, where I live... I live like two hours north of Minneapolis-St. Paul. You know, Duluth is not a very big, big area. And houses, similar in uh, bedrooms and size and everything that and in your area, are cheaper than houses where I am. And it's like, we don't make... My city's not thriving. What the hell? <laughs> you know? So uh, cost of living is cheap in Cleveland. It's yeah. Very, very cheap. And it's a little more expensive here in Minnesota, apparently, and... Uh, but uh, whatever, whatever. So you should, you should, I should move there is what you're saying. I should just sell up the house, you know, pick, pick up the family and go move to Cleveland. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm on my way. Uh, tell the wife tomorrow when I'm packing the car. Okay. Yeah. Well, you should. Cost of living is cheap. Okay. Uh, some reason uh, the pay, there's a lot of unions here, so the pay is decent. Okay. That's good. Uh, it's, it's good. Um, I, I would recommend coming to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That might be the only time anyone's ever said that sentence. Yeah, and actually, I, I'm going to say no, because you sent me something the other day that you found that Minnesota is the happiest state. That's what I read, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're pretty happy here, I think. You sound happy. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Anyway, let's, let's, let's do a show this week, huh? Yeah, let's do let's yeah let's okay. do this. Bef- well, what, what do we before we get into like our comments and stuff from last week? What did uh, what what did uh, what are we doing today? 
we are doing our favorite television game shows. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Your excited voice. I'm. This is, this is my excited voice. <laughs> How's it sound? Good. Good. Not not that excited. Oh no! Pretty, no, no. Oh. Well, okay. I'm excited. Okay. Anyway, uh, before we get to how me getting really excited, uh, let's read some of our listener comments from last week. Uh, Lindsay, okay. awesome episode as always. Um, she's talking about our MTV shows. I loved Singled Out, one of my favorite shows. Um, and she wrote in last week, talked about how the guy at Taco Bell stole her taco. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So she said, yes, Tom, that taco story is true. <laughs> so, Because I said, that's not true. She made that up. Nope, apparently that's a bum stole her taco. So there you go. Uh, uh, Leanne, uh, hey guys, great episode on MTV shows. I'm glad Catfished was at least mentioned because that's one of my favorite MTV shows that yeah, I really man. watched. I never watched that one much, but you uh, never watched Catfish? Not really, no, no. I mean, I once watched the documentary. What'd you say to me? What did um, you think I said? I don't know. <laughs> did you watch the documentary? No, no. Is what? that the one? I, I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it. We talked no, about MTV shows last week. No, like Catfish, the documentary was like the biggest craze when it first came out. Like everybody was talking the about the show. It I thought you meant the show. There was a show, well, was, wasn't there? It was. Yeah, it was a show, but it was a documentary before it was a show. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that. Wow. Anyway, she goes on. Uh, it's funny you guys mentioned Gabrielle Reese because I recently been listening to a podcast that she does with Neil Strauss called The Truth Barrel. It's pretty good. You guys should listen to it. Okay, I'm about to check that one out. And I can't wait for your Halloween episodes coming up. I'm a total horror uh, movie lover, and I enjoy listening to you guys talk. I'll, I will enjoy listening to you guys talk a little scary movies. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. I have enjoyed listening to you guys talk a little bit of scary movies in your sequels episodes, because you brought some up, Jim. You brought some up. I, I, ooh, I can't wait to talk about scary movies. Oh, yeah. Keep up the great work. Uh, you guys rock. I and mean, I'm sorry I cannot read today. Uh, anyway, we have a couple more uh, comments, but we'll uh, because of uh, we're just kind of rambling on. Let's just get into those later. As uh, there are people sent in their top five, so let's let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! I need give, wow. give me a minute. <laughs> Hold on, I'm taking a swig of beer. Speaking of beer, I think we're getting a present soon, by the way. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so someone out there, I'm not going to say names yet, because uh, frankly, the beer hasn't arrived yet, um, <laughs> wants to sponsor the show, Jim. They want to sponsor one of our episodes, and they may be sending us some beer to drink. Are you excited? I I can't even put that into words. Uh, needles and pins I'm on. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Let's get into our uh, let's get into our topic, Jim. I don't want to talk about my week. My week was horrible. So let's just get into our topic. Game shows. Just a bundle of joy. Top five game shows. I'll I'll pick it up. I'm excited about this. Uh, I don't know if this one was from a listener or not. I think we just kind of came up with this one on our own. But if you did suggest it, thank you. Uh, but uh, so Jim, let's do it. What's top five game shows? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Come I on. like when you start. I feel like our show is much better when you start. <laughs> okay. I'd set the tone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> My number five, Mr. Skull. Yes. Started in 
1991 and ran until 1995. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is Where in the World oh. is Carmen Sandiego? I am so mad right now that I left this. I forgot. <laughs> I love this show. I had this Those Sega the game. Oh, okay. These are the best ones when you name something and the other person's like, Give it! how did I forget that one? I'm so mad right now. Oh, God. Okay, great. All right. Yep. L- tell me, Jim, about where in the yes. world it's Carmen Sandiego. Well, it was based on a computer game. I always thought the game was based on the show. Yeah. Other way around. When I was uh, probably fifth grade, I remember we had we had the the huge um, uh, Macintosh computers, you know, with the giant floppy disks yeah. in school. And uh, we had this game. It's what I how I learned what spelunking is. Spelunking, yes. Yeah, I didn't know what that was until we played this game. Good job, uh, Gumshoe. We also had like Oregon Trail and and all those games too. Um, it uh, it was recorded. Uh, and co-produced at WQED Pittsburgh and WGBH Boston. Mm-hmm. And WQED Pittsburgh is also where Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was shot. Perfect. Yes. Uh, the woman's name, Lig- Lynn Thigpen, was the chief. Yes. You can see chief. her face. Yes. She is the chief. Uh, chief. Greg Lee hosted the program in the role of Acme Special Agent. Yeah. And of course, you cannot talk about where in the world is Carmen San Diego without... Rockapella. Rockapella. Ugh. Rockapella was a legit acapella band. Yeah. They had 19 albums. No, wait, 19? 19 albums in the U.S. and overseas. Three compilation albums released in Japan. They were huge. Not necessarily in the U.S., but they had a huge worldwide following. Big in Sheboygan. Very big in Sheboygan. Very, very big in Sheboygan. Right. <laughs> Rockefeller. Sold about uh, 342 albums there. <laughs> very big. <laughs> it was a very big hit for us. Very big hit. Um, <coughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. They, uh, <laughs> they picked up fame because they uh, starred in uh, Whoopi Goldberg's HBO comedy special. Oh, okay. They had her in that. Uh, they were in a Taco Bell commercial. They opened for Chuck Berry. They opened for Sticks and Billy Joel. Nice. Yeah, Man, so they... They are yeah, legit. So they were a legit acapella band. Um, I had Where in the World is Carmen San Diego books, but and they were kind of like Choose Your Own Adventure books. They came with playing cards, and you had to like... It was almost like Guess Who. You had to read the book and kind of eliminate who people were. But what I loved about this show was also the names of the villains. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I always remember Justin Case. Yeah. Was uh, one that I thought was always funny. It's a great name. Um, Patty Larceny, Sarah Nade. I always loved those names. They always they were always so funny to me. I, I love this. I had um. You say you had a computer. You had the books. You said right. I had the books. Yeah, I played the computer game at home. There was a Sega game that we had. Um, Sega. Yes. <laughs> that I I love that game. I played the hell out of that thing. So. Oh god, good good game, good game show, Jim. This oh, this one just just sticks in my craw. <laughs> like, how did I forget about this one? Because I watched it every day. My my favorite part of the whole thing was the bonus round at the end, where the floor was the world map, and they would name countries, and they had to drop a pin on them. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part of the whole game. <sighs> I'm just I'm just upset. Did you not want one of those jackets that the kids wore? Oh yeah, yeah. I always wanted one of those. But good, good picture. Wait to wait and just knock it out of the park. I feel like I just should just let you just name your five, and I shouldn't name I just, any of I'm mine. Set, 
I'm setting the bar up. I don't know. There's a couple in here that are, are some pretty popular ones, but I'm pretty happy with all the ones I picked. Okay, uh, good. Bar, bar set high, buddy. What's your fault? Oh, well, <laughs> great. Just, just put me on the spot now. Well, mine uh, is also a one that's probably not as popular or not on your like a mainstream one that wouldn't be on your list. If I were to say to you, Jim, have you ever, well, first of all, Jim, have you ever been in New York City? Yes. Okay. Did you ever take a cab in New York City? No. So you weren't on the hit game show Cash Cab? Yes. You were on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you know the show, Jim? I never watched Cash oh, Cab. I, I love Cash the show, Cab, but I never watched it. Love, love, love Cash Cab. Cash Cab. It's like the, the game show version of Taxi Cab Confessional. Uh, uh, well, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little more PG than that, but yes, um, Cash Cab uh, actually was originally in the United Kingdom, so we have some UK listeners. So good job, guys. We actually come up with a great game show. Um, and then, of course, the American one is one I know and I watched. Uh, it was on uh, new episodes aired from 2005 to 2012, and it was hosted by stand-up comedian Ben Bailey. And if actually, if you get a chance to see some of his stand-up or hear it or like YouTube it, it's, he's hilarious. And he was awesome on the show too. He posed as a cab driver, and he would he'd be in New York. They're in New York City, and he'd you know someone hail the cab, he pull over, and they get in the game. He's like, "Where are you going?" And they say, "Where?" And suddenly they close the door, and then lights and stuff would go off inside the cab. It would be like fanfare, like craziness going on inside the cab. And everyone would be like shocked because there's hidden cameras everywhere inside inside the car. And he'd tell them, hey, you're on cash cab. And, uh, you know, he says, you you got 13 blocks from your, to, where you're, you know, to your destination. You guys want to play? And then they ask questions and they get money for all the right, question, uh, right answers they give to all the questions. Um, okay. It's a pretty simple concept. But it's a lot really fun. And uh, like I said, the host is really funny. And um, sometimes the people... He picks up people. Sometimes they're not uh, sober. Sometimes they're scared and they get out of the car. <laughs> they're like, I don't want to be on the show. And they get out of the car. But uh, for the most part, it's really fun. Um, there's a couple things on it. They Like they said, they get money for the questions they answer. Then they have to, they get to a red light. And he's like, oh, it's a red light challenge. And then they have a little diff, like a lightning <laughs> round. And then they have... Uh, it's a lot of fun. So it's like it could be just one person. Whoever gets in the cab with you, that's your team. So if it's just one person, that's your team. And if you get in the cab with four people, you all everyone gets a chance to answer. Um, they have a couple shout outs on the show. So like you can they can phone a friend type thing, or they can literally roll down the window and ask someone the question that's walking along the street in New York. <laughs> like, hey, do you know the capital of Vermont? You know, and they would like something like that. Uh, Pretty funny though. Uh, I just loved it. It's just it's an addicting show to watch. Um, one of the best parts though is because the main camera would be probably in the rear, rear view mirror of the car, looking at everyone in the car, and you see Ben Bailey driving, and you see the other like three people in the back, and he'd ask him a question, and his facial expressions all the time when he's they're thinking like he would like uh, just funny like the way he would look, and then kind of. Not make fun of him, but like kind of joke around with him, just with his face. Like, oh, how can I not know this one? You know, it's just kind of funny. I just absolutely love the show. It's just hilarious. Um, and uh, so, a couple fun facts on it: the guy who won the and most people would win like four or five hundred bucks. Like that was kind of the average, you know. Um, one guy won sixty two hundred dollars 
uh, got like every single question right and then like double down at the end you can like say do you want to take your money or you want to put it online for this question and like they show a video question it's always really hard and he won so he won like 6200 bucks which is the most anyone's ever won on that show um and during uh they actually had a, a uh, spinoff called Cash Cab Chicago that ran for a little bit, but it was actually only ran for one season. And uh, but yeah, it was funny. And then there's talk about um, rebooting the show as well with Ben Bailey, because um, at first there was talk about doing a show without him, and like there was a huge online campaign to like, no, if you're gonna do it, he's got to do it. Like, and he wasn't. <laughs> he he kind of like got involved because everyone like on Twitter was pinging him about like or, and tagging him like, you got to get involved in this and blah 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 and. So it's kind of cool, but uh, yeah, I love this show. I just think it's a fun show. It's a lot. Of, it's real fun. I should have went first. I knew it. I knew I should have went first, Jim. Why? <laughs> yes. Did you have a question? Uh, no, no question. I I just have. I know of the show. I just have yeah. never seen. It's fun. It's a fun show. It's one of those that come on, and like. You're just gonna. I'm just gonna watch it. Like it's not. I I can just pick it up and watch it. I mean, I guess a lot of these you say that, but. I just love it. It comes on. I'm like, I, the guy makes me laugh. Uh, the people are goofy. Like sometimes you you get some people like that are really like they've been partying, so they're really having a lot of fun in the car and like screaming and yelling. And I don't know. It's just cool. So, all right, that's all I got on that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Should have went first. God damn it, Jim. This is what happens when we record on a different day. I'm just so out of whack. You, why you sound you sound great i do i'm so tired i've slept like three hours this week hey you're you're a tremendous slouch thank you mm-hmm. <sighs> all right what's your number four jim my number four is uh there's a couple game shows on here that i've watched since i was like a little kid mm-hmm. and this is one of them if i said to you or asked you the question i guess it's not a question if i if I said the statement, survey says. Family Feud? Family Feud, sir. I love Family Feud. Jim, this is my number two. Is it really? Yeah, it's up there. Well, uh, I'm going to say I like I liked uh, Family Feud with Ray Combs. Uh, see, I, I like, grew up with the Ray Combs as well. And I know I everyone grew up with Ray Combs. loves yep. the Dawson, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh. Hey, Richard Dawson, go back to your podium until it's time to play the feud. Um, I love, uh, I loved Ray Combs. Uh, Richard Dawson came back after Ray Combs and he did another season. Richard Dawson was, uh, I think the, the original or one of the original. And then he came back afterwards and then a bunch of other people have done it. I think right now is it Steve Harvey? Yeah, it's Steve Harvey. That's why I won't watch it. It's, Uh, but it's funny. (laughs) It's really funny. I cannot stand Steve Harvey. I can't like it, if you him in the context of the show though is really funny. See, I'm big on hosts with facial expressions. I just talked about Ben Bailey. Like when he when someone says a stupid answer on Family Feud and you see the look on Steve Harvey's face, that's funny. Like that's what makes you laugh. Like I don't know. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> I like unfortunately. I like Steve Harvey. I, it, what, have you? I don't Have like. You tried his... to watch the show. No, I don't watch it. I just like him on Family Feud. I don't. I don't know anything okay. else about him. I know he can't read a card at the Miss America pageant. I know that about him. He, he can't do that, right? Uh, they just like he had the Steve Harvey show, and then they just they dropped it, and then they just rebranded it as Steve. 
Oh. And uh, they moved from like Chicago to New- to L.A. And now it's a totally different show. It's more like a talk show. Okay. Before it was him giving relationship advice and telling guys why they're a piece of shit and telling girls why they're not. It was just the worst show. It was so it's horrible. like Dr. Phil. It was like Dr. Phil, but he was just like more condescending, if that's possible. Well, great. Well, let's talk about Family Feud. Oh, okay. Um, I thought we were doing our least favorite talk shows. No, no next uh, week. No, good. good. Uh, so Family Feud. I used to watch this when I was a kid. Uh, like I said, Ray Combs is the host. Uh, Ray Combs, unfortunately, committed suicide in 96. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Dawson came back, did another year, and then some other people have hosted. Two families go against each other, um, answer questions that were surveyed on the street. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry show, but it's a show that you can play along with. It's easy to play along with, and uh, it was always fun. You know, we used to watch it when I was really young. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do, wouldn't get the sexual windows? No, I would not. <laughs> no. I watched... I get... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I... No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I watched the Ray Combs one as well, but I when Game Show Network became a thing, they would show old episodes of the ones with Richard Dawson, and I was older watching those, and I'm like... He was sexually harassing those women. <laughs> like, he would kiss everybody, and it was sometimes awkward. And I'm like, I mean, that was the thing, I guess, the 70s and 80s. But I don't know. Was it the thing in then? Was it sexual harassment's never been a cool thing to do? No, but I think in the 70s, it was just like accepted in the workplace. Okay. <laughs> I've seen Mad Men. Okay. okay. Great. No, that's a little bit earlier than that, but. I think I think drinking and sexual harassment was just part of a job description. Right. <laughs> Poor women back then. Jesus. Poor women. All right. Uh, this is actually one of my uh, one of my uh, like I said my number four, but my uh, my wife loves this one, but she likes only Richard Dawson version. She liked Richard Dawson wow, she on there. Richard Dawson. Wow. Yeah, she thought it was great with Richard Dawson. Uh, what else you got on this? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, everybody knows the feud, so I don't need to go into the rule book on it. But right, uh, it's it. I mean, if you're going to name off some of the top game shows, there's four or five that come to mind, and I think Family Feud is one of them. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's my number two. Um, I have a couple, couple uh, little nuggets on it. Um, apparently, it was considered a spinoff of Match Game because uh, yeah. Richard Dawson was always on there. Um, uh, it went away. It did go away. It started in 76, I think you mentioned, and then it did go away like in 85, but came back in 88. And since 88, it's been on continuously. Um, when it came back in 88, that's when Ray Combs was there. Um, other hosts have been Louis Anderson, Richard Karn from Home Improvement, uh, John O'Hurley, Jay Peterman from Seinfeld, and then, of course, Steve Harvey. Um, what other things? Oh, there, there was a, a bunch of games. Like I remember Nintendo, a Family Feud Nintendo game. I had that. I think I don't know if I had that or a friend had that. I remember playing that, and then of course there's everything's on Facebook and iOS now. There's a bunch of feud games and stuff. But uh, yeah, good stuff, Jim. I love the feud. If, if I would say, give me the top five answers on the board. Hundred dentists said, "This is my favorite tooth." Which one is it? Uh, I would say. Um... I would say a canine tooth. No, it's a molar. See, you would so be bad at this oh. game, Jim. Number, molar would be number one. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Please. Okay. Survey says. Okay, number four for me. 
Hold on, I lost my notes. Oh, okay. All right. Ready? Are you ready, Jim? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you? No. Um, if I were to sit here and say, big bucks, big bucks, big bucks, no whammy, no whammy, big bucks, big bucks, stop! <laughs> press your luck. Dude, I love this yeah, game. That almost made my list. Oh, press your luck. I absolutely love press your luck. Those freaking whammies, man. Oh, she's so mad at those. Uh, press your luck. Um, was <laughs> the original press your luck that we all love is only on for three years, which is weird because it feels like it was on forever. But eighty-three to eighty-six, um, and it was uh, hosted by uh, Peter Tamarkin, gorgeous man, by the way. I always said he had a great smile for a TV host, and it was uh, the announcer was Rod Roddy from Price Rod, is Rod, Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he I think he announced everything. Um anyway, so I mean I think everyone knows the game, you know, they they do trivia questions to collect spins. Um and then once the trivia questions are over, each person has the, a certain amount of spins they have now won and then they get to um take a turn on the you know, on the on the big board that just kind of blinks, you know, it's like a big uh I don't know, just well you everyone knows what it is. I don't want to explain it. Anyway, so uh and of course, if you land on a whammy, that takes away all your money. And then they had these little generic, oh, those little bastards, little generic cartoons. And they'd always be like, oh, they'd be something different every time. There'd be one that would like dance, like moonwalk, like Michael Jackson across the board and take your money. And there'd be, you know, and then they, it was just weird. But um, uh, the big thing about this show, um, besides, I just loved watching it. It was great. And then. Uh, but the, you do you know about the the scandal, the big scandal of this show? I don't. Okay, it's not really a scandal, I guess, but it was kind of called that. But in 1984, a contestant was a, a um, Michael Larson made it onto the show, and for for a long time he watched and taped on his VCR episodes of the old show, and we watched him, we watched him, and he would stop them. Because he was at that time trying to learn the pattern of the big board. And um, he said he discovered a pattern. And he got his way on the show. And um, and he spun 45 consecutive, consecutive spins. Because sometimes you'd land on something and said, hey, $1,000 and a spin. You know, So he spun for 45 times, which is crazy and unheard of. And he only gave up because he says he only gave passed the rest of his spins off because he said he lost his concentration. So that's he could have kept going forever. But he actually told, um, amassed over one hundred and ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes. Which um, anyway, so he he says through meticulous watching the show, he figured out a pattern of how to how to do it. And then um, the show at first investigated him like they were mad, and they thought he's cheating. But then they realized. He's not. How can he cheat? He just figured out the pattern. So they had to add in like 32 extra steps, extra patterns, so no one else could do that. And anyway, I loved, absolutely loved this game. Um, those whammies. I just when I was a little kid watching it, I just wanted someone to get a whammy so I could see the next whammy, what he would do. You know, it was just hilarious. Um, hey Jim, one of your favorite shows, Scrubs. Remember that show? I do. Yeah. Uh, Neil Flynn, who played the janitor. Uh-huh. And then he also plays uh, Mike Heck on the show The Middle that's on right now. He was a contestant on the show. He was actually on a okay. show on uh, an episode in 1986. Um, there's many games. Uh, also, video games and stuff come from this. Uh, um, it was pretty cool. And then there's tons of, like, if you go anywhere, like a casino, there's slot machines, press your luck. There's online games, DVD oh, yeah. games, tons of games. So this one's uh, kind of 
even though it's not really on anymore, it's uh, really stayed in the stayed in the spotlight. But I absolutely love it. It's a great show, and uh, that's really all I got on it. So I I did love that show. It almost made my list. Yeah. Only because of the whammies. I watched it when I was a kid. Only because of the yeah. whammies. Yeah. I didn't care what people were winning, and sometimes I didn't even know what they're winning. Like it would be weird. Because on the board, I forget how many spots there were, but there would be weird. Uh, it, w- it would be like five hundred dollars or thousand dollars or big bucks. It was always big bucks. I'll get big bucks, you know. But then there would be like, uh, you know, a catamaran. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> a trip to Egypt? You're like, no way. Come on, you know. It was just weird. So, um, but yeah, as a kid, you just wanted the people to get the whammies. So it's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, what else you got, Jim? Anything else on Press Your Luck? No, because it was my pick. Nope, because it was your pick. (laughs) First of all, I want to apologize to everyone right now because I am on, like, no sleep. (laughs) So I hope it's a – does the show sound okay, Jim? It sounds lovely. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Should we take a break? Do I need a break? Is it it raining where you are? It, It was. It was well, earlier I was, today. I was just asking because the Green Bay Chicago game has a long rain delay and it looked terrible. I know you're not close to Green Bay, but you're in the path of storms that would go. That through. could have been what happened time. around uh, one o'clock today. It was a big storm. Uh, okay, yeah, that would make sense. It sucked. Um. Anyway, so anyway, what's your uh, what's your number three? <laughs> uh, my number three. Tom Skull. Yes. Come on down! Ah! <laughs> the price is right. Jim! This is a great pick. It's so great, in fact, that you son of a bitch, this, this is my number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Skull, you want a brand new car! Woo! It's a brand new luggage. You put on the brand new luggage rack on your brand new car! <laughs> Uh, this I used to watch Price is Right as a kid. Oh my god! Every day yeah. at ten o'clock during the summer, we would watch like you know the cartoons in the morning, Woody Woodpecker and all those ones, and immediately watch the Price is Right after it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, franchise. You probably have more than I do because it's your number one, but the franchise has been around since 1956. That's crazy. That is crazy. It was revamped in '72. Uh, the original uh, and this version, the revamped version, was hosted by. Demand the myth, the legend, Sir Robert Barker. Make sure your pets are spayed and neutered. Since 2007, it's been hosted by Cleveland's own Drew Carey. Yeah, and that's fine. And that's okay. that's fine. <laughs> but Bob Barker was the man. Thank you. Thank you for your acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> and and let's not. I mean, did, or do we need to point out like the sexual harassment charges he's had against no. him throughout the years? Nope. Okay. Cool. He's still still a good guy. Then you guys can Google it yourselves because it was kind of depressing researching the show. (laughs) See all the bad stuff he's done. He wasn't necessarily a great guy. No, Bill Cosby (laughs) was up for this show. Anyway, (laughs) both of them just roofied each other in a bar. Oh yeah, it was weird. Terrible. Uh, There was a guy named Stan Blitz whose job was to talk to every person in line who wanted to join the studio audience. Um, he had, he gave this interview with the post and told him what he looks for in potential contestants. And he says he looks for energy, sincerity, potential humor. Um, if they can equal or exceed his energy and maintain it, then they're at the top of the list. Um, it takes this guy uh, blitz. It takes him two hours to screen everybody. And the more energy you exhibit, the better you can't be too aggressive. 
you just have and you can't bribe him you just have to show him that you'll be good on television well they've had some doozies on there <laughs> some... they have had some doozies <laughs> yeah. um, now it seems like it would be awesome to win a brand new car on the price is right however uh, you have to pay taxes on that yes uh in order to even gain access to the prizes so uh when contestants win anything they have to file a return in the state in which they won, which would be California. The prices are treated as income, but the winners have to pay based on the full retail value of the prize. So a lot of them decline the prizes. And this happens a lot with like uh, dream home contestants, how you yeah. win this new $350,000 house, and then you have to pay taxes on that house, and you don't claim it because you, I mean, it's thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, ABC News interviewed a few contestants. Um, about what they had to pay in taxes, and one guy said that he won a fifty-seven thousand. He won fifty-seven thousand dollars in prizes, and had to pay close to twenty grand in taxes. And the other contestant turned down his ten thousand dollars cash prize because he didn't want to give half of it to his ex-wife. Well, that guy's got I some don't issues. Don't him for that. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I mean, he's got his own personal problems. It's up. To, it's up to him. So. <laughs> Nice. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, that's. We don't want to talk about the negative here. That's that does suck. But how cool would it be, Jim, to be on the show? How great well, would yeah. it be? I mean, uh, it, yeah, it'd be awesome to be on the show. And uh, Aaron Paul, who played Jesse Pinkman in Breaking Bad, was in the Showcase Showdown. Yes, yes. You can find that clip. Uh, those clips on YouTube. I watched yes. those. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I loved it. Uh, I think everybody likes the show because it's things you can relate to. You can watch them guess these prices of normal everyday products and you know how much baking soda costs you know how much a thing of syrup costs you can play along with the show at home is this (laughs) is this standard size of preparation h a dollar 94 or 4.91 oh it's the 4.91 unless you're going generic brand come on get out of here with that (laughs) uh jim you mentioned the the original show in 1956 to 1971 was basically the the part where they you know where they come on down and they bid on the prize that comes out that was like it that was the show they just bring out prizes and they those four contestants would bid um it wasn't until 72 in the reformat is when they added all these cool fun games after the person won the bid yeah and um oh god what are some of your favorite games Plinko. Plinko. Loved Plinko. Plinko is the best. Plinko. I like the one, and now I'm going to forget the name of it, the little mountain climber that would go up yep. and up. And I yep. uh, love that one. Uh, uh, um, the one where they, the person had to write in the num- the numbers of the car, and you hit the button, and it'd be like, ding, 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 you're right. Or it'd be like, you only have three numbers right, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And I uh, love that one. Um, I love the golf one, the hole-in-one. Had the golf, you know, had the golf, the little putt putt thing there's just so many games that are great um but yeah plinko would have to be my number one um <laughs> i was gonna say something else here i forgot what it is but um well you go ahead jim because <laughs> i lost my train of thought <laughs> i'm so excited oh not forget i remember no everyone everyone who's our age or anyone since 1972 if you stayed home sick from school you were watching this show Oh yeah, like, and sometimes this is you want to stay home so you could watch this show, <laughs> you know. I can't say that, but yes, I did watch it when I. Stayed I home. can, I can say that. <laughs> was it like, man, I need to fake this fever Ferris Bueller style so I can watch the prices. Well, right. first there was a uh, there was reruns of Webster, and then it was uh, then it was, 
And then Tom, it was, would you like uh, to take that phone call? No, is there something no, more I don't know who's. If it's Donnie, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Um, no, it's just uh, no, it's fine. Um, anyway, so no, I I like to stay home and watch this show. Jim is great. Um, the Showcase Showdown, Jim. Okay. Yes. The so this also had a little controversy, like the guy in Press Your Luck who figured out a pattern to like to keep playing the game. Um, there was also a guy uh, who did this as well, somewhat on 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 the on this game. Um, the guy's name was Terry Knees, uh, probably Nice or something like that. But he made the his, his game show history by um, guessing the exact amount of his showcase, which is twenty three thousand seven hundred forty three dollars, and. Um, the tape when he did that, this was in two thousand eight. When he did that, the taping of the show immediately stopped, and Drew Carey was is the was the host of the time, and the show staffers were concerned that he was cheating. He's like, because no one's ever guessed the exact amount, and um, it was later learned that by constantly watching the show for years, um, Nice uh, noticed the frequency of certain products showing up on the show, and using statistical analysis, Nice and his wife Linda, who was in the studio audience had legitimately determined the exact prices of items on in the showcase. And um, so they figured he's, he's not cheating, he guessed, and so he's awarded the prizes. But they were concerned, like, maybe his wife was helping him cheat somehow and stuff. But, um, yeah, to guess the exact number. I People have gotten close to guessing it, but when you, you guess the exact number, which is incredible. Um, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. I was like, how the heck did – I mean, how much prices right do you have to watch to find that pattern over the years? <laughs> You know, so more than me, apparently. Well, he stayed home from school a lot. I'll just say that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I like I said, it's my number one. I love this show. I, I just loved all the games. Um, uh, the, the big wheel <laughs> was incredible. Um, you know, if you get a dollar, you win a thousand dollars, whatever, and you get to spin again for like five thousand or ten thousand. Um, what about the people that couldn't get it all the way around? Oh, I always felt bad for the little old ladies. They're getting up there and they're like, they cannot. It just goes, blink, blink, blink. Yeah, blink, blink. Oh, they didn't go all the way around. I'm like, well, help out this woman. She's 95 <laughs> years old. She's got nothing left. Just spin it for her, you know? Poor women. Poor, poor little old ladies. So then there was always the crazy guy who like spun it and it would go on for like a minute. Yeah, and then if he won the dollar, he would do like backflips or something. There's always those crazy people, and it, I always felt like. Because Bob Barker, he was getting a little older. I'm like, if he takes a bump, I mean, he's he's gonna break a hip, you know. <laughs> so like, it's like get away from Bob, get away from Bob. But I love that in the showcase showdown, they'd always have. You always knew like kind of what was coming. So I guess you could figure out why this guy. Well, you could tell with the same prizes. But if in the first showcase there was, you know, like oh here's some new. Here's some new clothes from here, and here's some new luggage for your brand new car. No, here's some new luggage, and and then you're going on a trip to Hawaii, and then you're like, oh, the next showcase is gonna have the car, and it is always that way. Like one had a trip, and one had a car, and uh, yeah, yep. I I loved it. I love this game. What what else you got on this game, Jim? I have nothing else on the prices nothing. Right. <sighs> oh, man, everybody's seen the prices right. I don't I don't want. Well, to yeah, there's nothing else to say really. Um, on it, but yeah. It's, oh, man. I, what do you think of Drew Carey as the host? I don't really watch it anymore. Right, 
Right. So well, I, really I, get a, I always get a random day after in the week, so sometimes I'll throw it on. Um, but Drew Carey, I just don't know. It's hard to watch because it, it's I haven't seen Drew Carey a lot in the last few years. So every time I see him, I he's super skinny now, and it kind of freaks me out. You know. Hmm. So um, other than that, the show's the same, so it's fine. So. All right, bud. What's your number? What number was that? Holy crap! I was number one. Now was your number three. Uh, that was my number three. Okay. Yeah. What's your number two? Do you have a number three? Yeah. Have you done it? What was it? Oh no, I haven't. Oh, you want me to say? <laughs> Let me tell you, everyone. I mean, if you want to go chronologically, uh, you can do whatever you want tonight. Uh, I don't this care. show it's sucks show, anyway. Buddy. It's not my show. It's our show. <laughs> that's, that's the spirit. Yeah. That's the attitude. <laughs> it's our show. It's our show, Jim. I need you to. I need you to just pick up the pace here. Okay. You're right. I'm. Yep. All right. My number three, Jim, uh, is a show from our Nickelodeon days. Okay. Okay. Hosted by the great, fantastic Mark Summers. Mark Summers. The show okay, is okay. Double Dare. Oh, Double Dare. That's fantastic. I love Double Dare, Jim. This almost made when we did our Nickelodeon shows. Double Dare was a close like. I had I cut it off, you know, because we did all all Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. Um, but Double Dare is amazing. I love 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 the show. Uh, I wanted to be on the show when they start when they started doing Family Double Dare. I tried to convince my my family to like, can we be on this show? Because we were going to go to uh, we were going to Universal Studios where Nick they were filming it. <laughs> You know, for a family vacation, I'm like, maybe we can be on the show, not knowing exactly how to, you know, actually apply for the show. I just said, maybe we can just be on the show. Love this show, Jim. <laughs> um, now, of course, you know, the beginning is it's it's you know they they're gonna answer questions and they go back and forth, but no one wants to hear about that. No one wants you to answer the question. They want you to pass back and forth until you say, "Double dare," and I'll take the physical challenge. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Oh, of course. Oh, physical challenges were so cool. Like, um, well, some of them were pretty. I mean, there is always something to make them. You know, it's like either water, water related, or slime, or whipped cream, or whatever. Or you know, and uh, it was always like they had to fill up a, a line on. A guy would hold a bucket on his head. <laughs> the kid, would, and then the other kid would be across the room, like, and with a little squirt gun. It's like you got to fill it up all the way until you know this line, and first team to do it wins, and and. Uh, Anyway, it's just awesome. It's just there's just some funny, funny ones. I remember the one. My favorite one was they had like it was like a I forget what it was called, but it had to do with like they had pies. Um, it was probably just tinfoil with whipped cream in it. But the one kid would shoot it across the room, and the kid would have like these big, big pants, and he had to catch them in it, <laughs> catch the pies in it. He had to catch like catch first one to catch five in sixty seconds, you know, wins or whatever. Um, yeah. Love that one, um, and of course at the end, when I, whoever had the most points between those two, between that first round, they went to the bonus round, which was the obstacle course. And my God, Jim, if I could have a backyard just filled with the double dare obstacle course, I'd do it. <laughs> I would so do it. Um, and of course, you remember this, obviously. Um, the hamster wheel was always on the show. Not sure why. Probably because they didn't want to move it. Um, they always had the hamster wheel. There's eight different ones. And um, th- which ones did you like? I liked the big nose. You know, the, the guy had to oh, yeah, reach a, up yeah, the nose. <laughs> and it was so always like... Find the flag in the nose. Yeah, it was like this lime green jello-ish stuff in there. Um, and then the, the Sunday slide was cool. It just had like... Yes. Yeah, that, I love I loved that one. And then there was one that was like... It was like on rollers and you like would get squeezed through. 
It's kind of like, and it had the same stuff as the Sunday Sly one. There's that one. There's one, there's always, and you always feel bad for the people because as they keep going through these, they're like covered in goo and they're slipping and sliding. I'm like, how do they not like have, get a concussion or a broken ankle or something on this show, you know? But uh, I uh, I loved it. And of course, each each time you would uh, get a pr- in the obstacle course, each each one you'd pass, you get a certain prize all the way up until the the grand prize, which is usually like a trip to space camp or something. And who didn't want to go to space camp? I mean, hello. I mean, you won a new pair of BK Knights. Yes, it is Reeboks. Is Reebok was a huge sponsor of of Double Dare because even Mark Summers in his little suit and jeans, he had his Reeboks on along with Harvey and the girl. Oh, what was the girl's name? But Harvey was the the announcer guy. And he, um, oh, I forgot what the girl's name was on oh. there. But, uh, yeah, they all, Reebok was the big sponsor. But, uh, and Casio. There's always a Casio keyboard in there. Always a Casio keyboard. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I just loved it. It was great. Uh, um, they tried to, well, they have revived or kind of had some spin off, not spin offs, but just kind of later on, they had different ones. Like I mentioned, Family Double Dare. Then there was like a Double Dare 2000. I think it had a different host. Super sloppy double dare. There was super sloppy double dare, yeah. And uh um there was a kind of a for the thirtieth anniversary they in um what year? In two thousand sixteen, last year, almost a whole year ago, October sixth, two thousand sixteen, they announced Double Dare would be turning for television for a half hour commemorative special celebrating the thirtieth anniversary. Uh it aired in November of that year on Nick at Night, and it uh it had they brought back um well first it was celebrity so they had the the cast members of the original all that played which is <laughs> great and mark summers was back and uh harvey and oh robin robin that was the girl the stage assistant robin they all came back for the show it it, it actually was watched by 1.1 1. 1, uh, million viewers on nick and knight outperforming anything that's ever been on the network before <laughs> people <laughs> absolutely love that show and of course and since it was such a hit uh, this year, they have Mark Summers has been saying that they're trying to get it, uh, a kind of a reboot of Double Dare, possibly with like adults on it for like Nick at Night or something, which would be sweet. Um, uh, since the show's been off the air, they have done uh, like live shows of Double Dare, which is kind of cool. Like there used to be a Double Dare or a Double Dare, a Nickelodeon like. Um, Nickelodeon Suites Resort in Orlando. Um, it's not that called that anymore, but uh, they used to do Double Dare Live. So people who stayed there, they could go and do this. They had like a stage show, and they you just go and play Double Dare. I'm like, how cool would that be? Staying there and like, I'm just going to go play Double Dare tonight. And uh, they actually did um, – they brought that to Nickelodeon Universe in the Mall of America. Um, just – and it just uh, – just ended here. Did it brought back June sixteenth to September thirtieth. Ends tomorrow apparently. Um, so I wish I would have gone down for that. But uh, yeah, that was so sweet to play the actual Double Dare. Heck yeah! Oh, good stuff. This didn't make your list, huh, Jim? I uh, did not make my list. No, okay. no, sir. It's okay. I I'm very excited about this show. I love this show. Did um, Mark Summers have like extreme OCD? He has. Ex- he does have extreme <laughs> OCD. Um, he it's so weird because he did this show and his other show his what other stuff do? what would you do which i loved yeah. but and then he yeah, I love that then show. he does all this stuff on the food network like with um i forgot like sweet treats or something he does candy stuff and he goes into these factories and sees people like but he is so obsessed with like keeping his hands and everything clean like he would take like immediate shower right after every taping a double dare and stuff because he couldn't handle um being 
in his mind, dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like that is crazy because he you couldn't tell watching him on on the you know on the show. But yeah, he uh, it's just weird that he would host that show for that long. And another show that was even crazier. What would you do? <laughs> and uh, and he never. Uh, yeah, you never know. But he had OCD, and uh, he still does. And but uh, yeah. And just, I remember watching an interview with him when he came out and started talking about it, and he would say how he would take like a comb, and he'd have to straighten all the strands coming out from his rugs. He couldn't stand if they were like oh crisscross. Gosh. They had to be straightened out, everything in like perfect straight order. And if you came by and like knocked into him, he'd have to get back down and straighten them all out again. That's sad. And like, it, that's intense. It's a sad, you know. And it's sad. If anyone out there who has a, it, that is a sad deal. Like you know, and I understand it's a real struggle. I'm sure for a lot of people, but but uh, he definitely didn't let it show. While hosting all these shows, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, didn't, you couldn't tell, but and I love Mark Summers. I thought he was great. I thought he was funny on the show. And uh, um, did you what? Did you like it when it was just the kids, or did you like the family double dare with mom and dad, who would never, dad would always look real fat in the little red suit <laughs> or blue suit, you know? But uh, or did you like it when it was just the kids? Uh, I watched all of it. Yeah, I, it didn't matter. Yeah, I just knew my dad would never go on that show. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, we know no, your dad wouldn't. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is my number three. Absolutely love this show. Uh, would love to be on it. I hope they bring it back if that's true. Um, that'd be sweet to do it with um, with adults now. Bas- basically, if they do it with adults now, it's us like who watch the show. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. So, oh, cool stuff, Jim. Okay, well, what's your number uh, two? My number two I was really excited about because – uh, for the longest time, I was getting this show mixed up with a different show. <clears throat> so, for the longest time, I thought I was always thinking about Nick Arcade. And in reality, I was thinking about a video, uh, a show called Video Power. Wow, Jim. A good pick, Jim. This was so close <laughs> to, for me to put on this. You my know list. the show? I love the show? show! I love this show! And Nick Arcade... Yes, I can see where you would get that wrong, but it is a different show, what you're going yes. to tell us about right now. Yes. No, and I was looking up clips of, of uh, Nick Arcade, and that's when I, re- I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the show. It was really good, but that's not the show I thought about at all. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to figure out what show was in my head, and Video Power uh, was only on for two years, and what I remembered most about this show was the prize round. Yes. Um, the prize round, for anybody who, who has no idea what show I'm talking about, I don't know if this will spark it for you, but... The kids would run through uh, a sort of a maze with a suit and a helmet with Velcro on it, and they would just run through and grab video games and stick them to themselves. Mm-hmm. And as many games as they could grab and power gloves and, and all these different things as they could grab in the time limit and make it down the slide, they got to keep. And then they would take them and just rattle off. You got Evander Holyfield's Real Deal Box for Sega. You got RBI Baseball for Nintendo, and they would just rattle off all the games they got, and I just wanted to be that person so bad mm-hmm. and walk away with 50 brand-new video games. Oh, Jim, I, I'm going to interject real <laughs> quick because a friend of mine texted me, asked me, do you remember the game Video Power? And I had to think for a second because I don't remember the name. And then, and then he's like, remember the guy? They'd run around, and, and they, he explained to me exactly what you said. I'm like, yes, I remember that show. I remember the, the host, and I hope you're going to talk about that. I think he was on cocaine. 
<laughs> I think, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, Stevie Paskowski? Sure. Paskowski, something like <laughs> yeah, that? sounds like he, a cocaine. His, his name was Johnny Arcade? Yeah. God, he was crazy. He was yeah. crazy. Uh, great, great pick. I love, I love, I absolutely love that game. I wanted to be, I wanted to run around and and get all that stuff they got. Oh man, and only two so, years, huh? Two years. That's it. Yeah, it was two years. And the first year wasn't even that format. The first year was kind of a different thing. And then they revamped it the second year to be more of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it was in like four, four rounds and the prize round. And I, I watched an episode of this, and it's really awesome, actually. So the the host of it would give like Nintendo or video game tips throughout it. Yeah. So he'd be like, Hey, uh, so on the third level of Legend of Zelda, if you can't do this, you gotta do this and this and this. Well we moving know, on to the show. We like, know the guy see. you went to lunch with wouldn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a whole nother topic. <laughs> um so and it was also like a real life wizard. Like they would have uh, contestants come out. First they had to like they had to quiz the host of the show and ask him some stupid question. But then they would have like four players and they would battle each other in a Nintendo game. They would give, give them like, say, two minutes. And then they would have them play games like Bases Loaded or, um, I don't know, Arch Rivals and stuff like that and say, you have to, or like whoever has the highest score moves on in mm-hmm. two minutes. And they would just play and battle each other. And then they would move on to the third round, which was a quiz, a quiz round. Then they would go back to playing for the fourth round. And this one, it would be like a high score or... We need to, whoever's playing RBI baseball, If you, whoever has the most doubles in the time allotted wins. And if it's not doubles, then whoever has, like, the most uh, strikeouts. When, you know, they would have a, a certain way of uh, rating who won, and then that person would move on to the awesome prize round where you get to ke- collect all these games. Oh, man. That was a fun such game. Such a cool show, it was man. A fun it was show. such a cool show. Yeah. Good pick, Jim. That's a good pick. Thank you, sir. Yes. Well, we already know my number two and my number one, so I'm done. Okay. I'm done. And thank God I'm oh, done. Okay. And I'm sure anyone listening goes, Tom sucked today. <laughs> so, again, <laughs> I apologize. So I'm glad I'm done. But before we get to your number one, Jim, should we t- yes. do a couple of our honorable mentions? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some honorable mentions. All right. Um, uh, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Dude, I got to be honest. My only honorable mention was Press Your Luck, and you named it. Oh, well, good. <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to name your number one, but I, I will say a couple. Um, I don't think you will. Okay. Well, Wheel of Fortune's on there. It's classic. Um, yep. Hollywood Squares, Match Game. Oh, that's a good one. Match uh, Game. Match yeah. Game is great. That's my wife's favorite game My favorite game show. She's Match Game. Uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? The first few years was great. I like that. Um, Regis, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, that, uh, that ended yeah. up being on TV like every night. I yeah, then like. it was just get got crazy. Um, Are you smarter than a fifth grader? I actually really like that mm-hmm. game show. That was great. Um, uh, Remote Control, which I mentioned last week on uh-huh. MTV show, uh, Supermarket Sweep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lingo. Do you remember Lingo, Jim? No. Oh, it's Chuck Woolery, and it was on Game Show Network. Remember, they started this. You know, when they started GSN or Game Show Network, they came up with all new games because they had to fill content. You know. And it was it was like bingo, but like you had to spell words. It was kind of weird. But the funny part of the game <laughs> was uh, when you when you got the answer right or something, you had to reach in this bag. <laughs> it's gonna sound weird and get a red ball. So there's a bag of balls you'd have to mm-hmm. reach into. And Chuck okay. Woolery every time he'd be like, "Why don't you reach in there and get yourself a couple of balls?" Like he would say that all the time. It made me. <laughs> 
just made me laugh. Didn't really like the show. Just wanted to hear him say that, and it made me laugh. Um, and then uh, one one that was really close to making my list was Win Ben Stein's Money. Oh, okay. Love that show. I thought that was great. What? And so you mentioned yours. So what's your number one then, Jim? Well, I was going to say too. If you have you ever seen the movie Quiz Show? Uh, yeah, yeah. That just going through these all these uh, games and stuff made me think of the movie Quiz Show. If you haven't seen it, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's an awesome Robert Redford directed movie uh, about the 1950s and uh, a scandal going on with game shows at the time, particularly 21. And it's a true story about a rigged game show. Uh, it's awesome. It created a lot of like rules and regulations for game shows after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's awesome. So you should check that out. But my number one, sir. Mm-hmm. I loved this game. It was on NBC for four years, and it was hosted by Howie Mandel. Oh. And it is Deal or No Deal. Deal? Or No Deal. Or No Deal. (laughs) You know, it's a good game, but his transitions to, to commercials or whatever would drive me up a wall. I don't remember. You'd be like, deal? Or door deal? Right after this! Like, you'd just do yeah. that bullshit. Anyway. I uh, loved it. I yeah. loved the concept of the show. Just yeah. a contestant. There's 26 suitcases. A contestant picks one. That's his suitcase. And then he has, he has to open other suitcases. And uh, they're all numbered from a penny to a million dollars. And hoping that his suitcase at the end is the one with a higher dollar amount. Yeah not a penny uh i think is awesome i love the concept of it um then the there was a banker who would basically just average the money and offer you that amount of money to buy your suitcase so you could take the deal you could not take the deal right that's pretty much it i mean that's the whole concept of it and i just i loved it it was so easy and basic and it was entertaining there were uh, 26 models who carried each one of the cases. <laughs> they were consistent models. They didn't change them up. They were on there for all four years. Uh, I just loved it, man. I, I thought it was just such like a simple show, but I was addicted to watching it. It, it was a very simple show, and it was. It was a great concept. Like, very uh, suspenseful to a point. You know, it was just really cool to, like, you know when the guy would like uh number three and he opened it it's like a penny like yeah you freak out like you know but it would be the worst if he like kept his case and it was five bucks you know like like, oh man yeah but it was when you got down to the end when there was your case and one other case you had the option to switch them oh yeah yeah that was cool yeah that was only on four years i feel like it's still on like i just feel like syndication after that but the, the new new episodes are only four years howie mundell man deal or no deal another person with ocd yes or he's got that one that's he's got he that fear no one he can't no one he can't touch him right that yeah way. that's why he only fist bumped yeah yeah weird and that really came out on that show because contestants would come up and yeah. he would always fist bump him and then he had to explain why because he's a germaphobe right <clears throat> and then uh every time i would go to dave and busters they always had like a huge game of this yeah you could sit there and and play deal or no deal yeah and you just would sit there with your your your, uh your your 48 ounces of uh mountain dew and play that or what yes okay and maybe some pepperoni pizza yeah do you have a dave and buster we do in minneapolis has a dave and busters not to yeah. we have a, a, a arcade type place that's like that and has that game in fact 
but okay. it's not called Dave and Buster's. But yeah, is it Ned Nednas? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, they have baklava. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good picks, Jim. Well, on your part, I uh, my mine sucked. Uh, this is our worst show ever. Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's probably this not the worst one ever. I mean, people should go back and listen to our yeah, first it's a, one. Yeah, some pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone can't be great, okay? And we didn't even talk about how many hours I worked this week so far, and the week isn't even over yet. So, um, but uh, yeah, Jim. This has been fun. We should talk about what other people picked, though. Huh? We should do that. You want to do that? Let's do that. Do it. You want to do it? You you want you, you want to do it this time? I don't have the list. So Damn it. Probably do it. Um. Okay. Uh, my wife mentioned a few, like I said, and she mentioned Chain Reaction was another one um, that she mentioned. Uh, and then uh, Kevin, uh, Price is Right, Hollywood Squares, Joker's Kevin. Wild. <laughs> Um, Joker's Wild was good. I remember that one. Uh, Press Your Luck and then the 70s yep. version of the match game, which was good. I just felt those people were just drunk the whole time up <laughs> on that. Uh, Zach mentioned Press Your Luck, Hollywood Squares, Price is Right, Video Power, like you mentioned. And then he mentioned American Gladiators, which is a good point. But we, Jim and I, off off air, or whatever you want to call it, decided to those type of games we were going to take off our list because I would have put Legends of the Hidden Temple on here or Guts. Yeah. But my wife made brought up a good point. She goes, "Well, if you're gonna put American Gladiators on or one of those, then I, then you, you'd have to put something like Dancing with the Stars would be considered a game show." And this is where we're like, "Yeah, let's just not do those then." <laughs> so that's although I, I do love American Gladiators. I love American Gladiators you, um, and the uh, the one Assault with the giant oh, cannon yeah. with the tennis balls. Oh, best God, game ever! I wanted to play that so bad. There was a video game, uh, Nintendo game had that one of those that, and you could play that. Um, Anyway, uh, Dave, Hollywood Squares, Price is Right, uh, Jeopardy. I always felt too dumb. I always felt too dumb to watch Jeopardy. Um, I can only watch college Jeopardy. <clears throat> yeah, because I felt a little smarter, uh, and I had a sweatshirt I could wear if I was ever on the show. Um, <clears throat> Wheel of Fortune, and then he put Supermarket Sweep, which is such an insane show. That was such a weird show, just people running through a grocery store grabbing a bunch of turkeys or hams. You know, It's just weird to me. Um, Brad, Brad from the Deuce podcast. He was on a couple weeks ago with uh, Jeremy. Uh, he match game, press your luck, win, loser, draw. Like, I love that game. That was a fun game. That was a great game. Uh, twenty five thousand dollar pyramid, and then Price is Right. Uh, Price is Right is consistent with a lot of these um uh, picks here. But uh, oh, good stuff, good stuff, Jim. Um, there was one more. I thought we had one more comment. I okay. I, I apologize if I didn't read all everyone's comments, but. Like I said, I'm uh, I need to go to bed. So anyway, um, Jim, what else we got? What else we got next week? Next week we are starting Uh-oh. our scary stuff. We're starting uh, Halloween episodes. Oh yeah, I'm so excited! I'm super excited that we're doing uh, our TV Halloween TV episodes before we start oh. our in with our movies. So next week is Halloween television episodes tom are we doing individual episodes or series like the simpsons series or are we just doing individual episodes i'm glad you brought this up because there was a good chance that all five of mine are going to be five of the seven home improvement ones so okay uh maybe we should do series like the be- the series that had the best 
Halloween episodes. Is that should we do that or do you want to go with individuals? I'll 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 if we want to go with individual episodes, I will choose only one home improvement one. I feel like we should do individual only okay. because there's only like four TV shows that did really good Halloween episodes okay, and we'll have you're the same right. one. You're right. So I I I will promise everyone to I, I'm not going to promise anything, but I'll keep it to at least two or less. Okay. <laughs> I'll just do one. But yeah, I'm super excited about this. I started watching Halloween uh, episodes last night of certain shows. I'm not going to say which ones um, just yet, but uh, I was sitting laughing my arse off last night in bed. (laughs) So um, yeah, I'm excited for this. And then the following week, Jim, we're going to get into Halloween uh, or scary movies. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't. I've been waiting for that topic since we started this show last November. Jim, we are coming up on a year. Almost a year. Almost a year that we've been doing this show. Can you believe it? No. No. And can you, you think we'd have things figured out? No, no, not at all. Not at all. But we've uh, had some good ones in there. We've had some good yeah, shows in there. we've had some good ones in here. Um, maybe uh, maybe I'll tell a few a few ghost stories in one of, in some of these episodes. Oh, I have some, uh, some real-life ghost stories to tell, Tom. Oh, let me grab the cocoa. I'm ready. I know. Get, get your flashlight. Yeah. I've got stories. We'll have a I little uh, meeting of the Midnight Society. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. I'll bring some Goosebumps books, too. So I'm excited for that. Um, Everyone, you can uh, comment and talk to us uh, through Facebook and Twitter and Tom and Jim's Top 5. Also on Instagram and Spotify. You can listen to some of our music picks from our music episodes. And you can email us at TomandJim'sTop5 at gmail.com. Jim, what else? Is that everything? Did I mention all the social media stuff? Um, I don't know. Yeah, Facebook, you, Twitter, yeah, yeah, we Spotify, it. all that stuff. Okay. <laughs> all right, man. I will. I promise I will be better next week. And we're only a couple days away because we're going back to our Tuesdays nights. I think. Yes. As long as your house doesn't, you know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's like poltergeist over there. This house <laughs> is clean. All right. <laughs> all right, buddy. I'm gonna call you back in five minutes. I'll tell you a bedtime story. Oh. Yeah.